0: This is Ringler Radio, where you get all the latest news and information about settlement solutions, litigation, mediation, and structured financial security from Ringler, the largest and most experienced company of settlement consultants in the United States. Ringler has been helping injured people and their families since 1975. Ringler Radio is made possible in part by American General, Liberty Mutual, MetLife, Mutual of Omaha, New York Life, Pacific Life, and Prudential. Now join Ringler Radio host, Larry Cohen.
1: Well, hello and welcome to Ringler Radio, everyone. I'm Larry Cohen, the head of Ringler's Northeast Operations, and we're certainly glad you could join us again today. Well, for athletes playing football and other contact sports, the frequency and severity of concussions on the field of play have led to a long-term impact on their health and well-being. The NFL has a concussion management protocol in place to prevent post-concussion syndrome and chronic traumatic encephalopathy, better known as CTE. And that'll be the subject of today's Ringler broadcast as we explore this uh, very important issue with two of my uh, special guests. First joining me today as co-host is my friend and colleague, Philip Krauss, Ringler's Managing Director of Strategic Planning. Phil's office is in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. So with that, welcome, Phil. Glad for being uh, my ho- my co-host. Looking
2: forward to it, Larry. Thank you. Great.
1: And our special guest today is Dr. Kenneth Cutner, a neuropsychological consultant to the NFL. We'll discuss his practice and protocols regarding post-concussion syndrome, CTE, and protecting the safety and long-term health of the player. Dr. Cutner has been the team consulting neuropsychologist for the New York Giants for more than 20 years. And with that... Welcome to uh, Ringler Radio, Dr. Kuttner. Great to have you here.
3: Thank you. Uh, Thanks for inviting me.
1: Terrific. Well, Dr. Kuttner, you have the longest-standing tenure as a neuropsych consultant in the NFL, 23 years with the New York Giants, and over the years you've helped develop many of the concussion management protocols in the league, including sideline assessment and computerized testing. How have these uh, improved concussion protocols evolved over the years to better protect players in the NFL?
3: I think what we've done is, first, we've been able to identify that a concussion's occurred. Second, once that's identified, we're able to better measure when the brain is still concussed and when it's healed. And I think that's really the big aspect of our management, improving the diagnosis of a concussion, and knowing when the brain is cleared, so it's safe to have the player return to play.
1: Well, let me just let me just ask you this about your time with the Giants after twenty. When you started with them twenty three years ago, was there the emphasis like there is today on on the sideline inspection of an, of a player that's been uh, let's say hit during the game, as there is today, which is very much much more careful uh, protocol.
3: No, there was really no sideline assessment at all in the NFL or in any of sports. Essentially, when I came in to the league, specifically with the Giants, uh, I found out there was very little protocol, very little research going on. So uh, it came to me that I needed to develop this. It wasn't my plan uh, early in my career after my residency to develop this. And when I first joined the um, medical staff with the Giants, we really had no plans to develop this. It just needed to be developed because there were no protocols in place.
2: Well, Dr. Cutner, back in 2015, I know you started professional sports concussion care. Can you tell me how that evolved from uh, what you've learned working, obviously, with the Giants?
3: Yes. Essentially, I felt that there was a lack of understanding um, of a lot of doctors, neuropsychologists, neurologists, neurosurgeons, in how to diagnose the uh, these sports related head injuries, and I also felt that there wasn't um, protocols in place for how to treat them and so essentially my special specialized clinic was um, developed in order to give standards of care uh, excellent diagnostic and treatment. Um, uh management to to these athletes
2: and I, I think it's important to note as well you know in order to have a private clinic, you obviously have to be a trusted physician. you know patients would want to come to you, and I know that in conversations we've had um you've been uh known and developed you know a rapport with the players as being a stand up person for them um can you talk a little bit about uh how you've developed that reputation and specifically? As it relates to uh, your work with uh, the Mike Webster CTE case, um, which you know the movie Concussion with Will Smith was really based on.
3: Uh, yes, um, what I think has happened is that through the evaluation um, that I perform, I've basically informed players and, and the Giants. Um, I have also worked with USC Trojan football team for over ten years. But what's happened is, as I identified concussions and post-concussion syndromes, um, I have not cleared the players to return. And so at that point, the players understood that I'm pulling them for one or two games. And I think that they understood that my approach was not to return them to play until the brain is healed. And so I think it came to be that people saw my work as being in their best interest versus clearing everybody to play. With regard to CTE, what happened was, when uh, chronic traumatic encephalopathy really was first identified back uh, in the early 20s, there was a doctor Marlin from New Jersey who had found this in boxers. And so back then they called that dementia pugilistica. Interesting that you had this punch drunk syndrome by being hit too much. Well, no one really paid any attention to it outside of boxing. Uh, in Um, mid-2000, I believe 2005 or 2006, Mike Webster's brain was evaluated post-mortem. And at that point, the uh, doctors that looked at the brain thought they found something. They thought they found CTE for the first time in another sport outside of boxing. So what they did was they sent it to the top neurosurgical journal um, in the world, Neurosurgery. Nurse surgery then looked at this as seminal initial research and said, you know what, let's get some experts to look at this. When the journal picked four four or five doctors, I was one of those. And at that point, I was brought in basically from day one to the whole area of CTE and football. And what I was doing was determining whether this was real, whether this should be published in this prestigious journal. And at that point, that really started my involvement
1: with CTE. Well, that's very interesting. And, uh, former New York giant linebacker and hall of famer, Harry Carson, who a lot of us, uh, where I live, remember him very well. Uh, he explains in his book, captain for life that you were the one that diagnosed him with post concussion concussion syndrome. And what were the symptoms that you encountered with Harry that, uh, that he gives you credit for uh, finding?
3: Well, interestingly, I had worked with Mr. Carson, real nice, really nice gentleman. Uh, I worked with him and uh, examined him prior to coming on about one or two years before I actually joined on uh, New York Giants. Uh, he, he had uh, research doctors that might be able to assist him in understanding his symptoms. So he came in and I did a neuropsychological evaluation uh, and I found difficulty with memory and concentration and at that point uh it was it was determined that he had a post-concussion syndrome from uh repetitive injuries playing all those years as a hall of fame level linebacker
1: well that's tr- tremendously interesting and uh we're going to take a quick break right now but we'll be right back here on ring of the radio in just a minute with more with dr kenneth Cutner. we'll be right back
0: This is Ringler Radio, brought to you from Ringler, the nation's leading provider of fair settlement solutions. Did you know that Ringler is involved in a third of all structured settlement cases in the country? Ringler advisors work with all the parties in a lawsuit settlement to find the best possible financial solution for the people involved. Everybody wins. There's a Ringler consultant in all the major cities of the U.S. No one has more experienced experts in the settlement business than Ringler. Check out our website at www.ringlerassociates.com for the best information for injured parties, attorneys, and claims professionals to find the Ringler advisor nearest you. When it's your interest at stake in a lawsuit settlement, you want only the best, most objective financial plan. You can count on Ringler Advisors to create a customized plan that meets the financial needs of you and your family for the future. Visit ringlerassociates.com to learn more.
1: Welcome back to Ringler Radio. We're talking with our special guest Dr. Kenneth Cutner, team consultant to the New York Giants and a recognized national expert in the evaluation and treatment of sports concussions. Well, you're currently a principal investigator of a six-year study, Dr. Kuttner, utilizing MRI diffusion tensor imaging to measure the potential effects of head trauma in active NFL players. Uh, That sounds quite interesting. Tell us a little bit more about that.
3: Well, what we're doing is trying to find out, can we measure effects of concussion utilizing an MRI? One of the problems with these concussions in sports is that there is no blood test to measure a concussion. There is nothing on an x-ray or CAT scan that we could see. So what we're doing is saying, okay, let's look at MRI. What we're doing is looking at DTI, stands for Diffusion tensor Imaging, and essentially it's state-of-the-art. And we're trying to see whether the best MRIs in the world, read by the best neuroradiologists in the world, can see this. And what we're finding is, no. No, the MRI does not show effects of a concussion. We published our initial research in neurosurgery in 2012, and we're about to submit our second group of research with this. and And I think what's important with this is if there are um, if there's counsel out there that are working with motor vehicle accident head injuries, or they're working in workman's compensation or other personal liability cases, to understand that. If the neuroimaging is negative, your CAT scan does not show any brain damage. Your MRI does not show it. does not mean that you do not have a permanent condition. So I think that's the takeaway message from our research, that at this point, MRI and CAT scan does not diagnose or determine a post-concussion event.
2: That is interesting. And and Dr. Kuttner, I know that um, recently you were appointed as a qualifying physician on the NFL concussion settlement. Now, how big of a problem is post-concussion syndrome and CTE in the
3: NFL and professional sports? Well, interestingly, um, CTE is um, has been identified, and CTE has been shown to be associated with repetitive head injury at professional level, even at the collegiate level. So it definitely exists. We really don't have the research that shows the percentage of athletes that have this, but that you know that will be. Uh, coming forth in further studies. Post-concussion syndrome uh, is also present. Now, what's interesting, prior, you had just asked about the MRI, and with the settlement, it's interesting that neuroimaging is not part of that. What that means is that a uh, retired athlete does not have to have a positive MRI or CAT scan to receive compensation. And rather, it's the neuropsychological testing that the settlement establishes for three of the six qualifying diagnoses. Well, uh, let me
1: ask you this, uh, Doctor, in closing. Going forward, what do you think needs to change in the NFL and sports in general to prevent post-concussion syndrome and CTE? What needs to be done?
3: Great question. I think, first of all, we need to have ongoing research to better understand um, the effects of the brain, how to best measure it. And ongoing research, in addition to looking at MRI, we're also looking at blood factors. Can you pick up effects of a concussion in looking at a protein breakdown product um, in blood? We, We haven't been able to do so. So I think we need to do better diagnostics. Second of all, there is no research basis for when we return a player to the game what I mean by that is if you have a fracture, people understand the fractures tend to heal in about six weeks, depending on a long bone, short bone, the width of the bone. But with concussion, when do you return an athlete to play? We don't know. What I do now is based on 6,000 concussions I've seen, but it's not really research-based. So I think those are, are the two critical areas for us to do better, a better job with.
1: Well, terrific. And thank you very much for uh, all of your great information today. Uh, Phil, it's been great having you as a co-host. Uh, Dr. Cutner. if someone wanted to get in touch with you to discuss uh, any of these issues, how would they do that?
3: There are several ways. Uh, they can uh, send an email. I am at drcutter at That's Dr. Kuttner at ProConcussionCare.com. They can also call into our office at 201-894-0050. And there's also further information on our website. That's a good source of information for sports injury effects of the brain. And that's at www.ProConcussionCare.com.
1: Terrific. And uh, Phil, if someone wanted to get a hold of you, how would they do that?
3: Yeah, the best way to do that is via email,
2: just uh, pkraus, uh, K-R-A-U-S-E, K-R-A-U-S-C at ringlerassociates.com, or uh, to reach me at my office, 954-372-1071.
1: That's great. And of course, all of you around the country, if you want to get in touch with any Ringler Associate, you can go on ringlerassociates.com. Uh, all the Ringler Associates are uh, are there with all of their contact information. There's also a tremendous amount of information about structured settlements and uh, issues such as we've discussed today. And of course, if you want to listen to this radio show, you can go to ringlerassociates.com, where all the Ringler radio shows are listed, ringlerradio.com, or legaltalknetwork.com, or you can go to iTunes, where you can download it and listen at your leisure. So with that, I want to say thank you very much to Dr. Kuttner and to Phil Krauss. And uh, for the rest of you out there,
0: Celebrating more than a decade of podcasting and over 2 million listeners. Think of Ringler, the objective settlement advisors with more than 140 consultants in 60 cities nationwide. Visit ringlerassociates.com today.